Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rents, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. So, All-Star Game is coming up. How do we get bonus points for picking All-Stars? Well... Like, I, every year I think about this, it's like, and how do I get a bonus point? Can I get, like, just an extra win in home runs if I have the home run <laughs> winner? Or even top that, two? Top four? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, it, it depends what, what, what route you want to go down, right? I mean, the argument could be that uh, it should have been... Should have been doing prop bets all season or something, right? <laughs> you know, for this. I mean, the, I, I don't know about... Do you, do you, okay, so you want to be double rewarded for all-stars, right? Because if you've already picked all-stars, that means your fantasy team is probably doing pretty well, <laughs> right? It's not like... Like, for the for the most part, if you have an all-star on your team, that's that's a good thing. Um, but I, I agree. I hear you. There could, could easily be a side pot within your league that's like, who picked the most all-stars? No, I, just, you I think, think it's just like in it, if you're in a head-to-head, just like extra win. Or if you're in, uh, you know, if it's Roto, then just a couple extra home runs okay. or something like that. I, I, just something like a little, little. I mean, little. This, this, we have this, we have this discussion sort of around the postseason too, right? Because it's like Roto should my postseason results also count? No, okay, <laughs> how, no, that's different that because different the season this? ends. No, okay. no, no, because the season ends after at, at okay. end date before the playoffs. I get that. But this game is happening, in, so maybe the all-star game points should be added to Roto and be added to head-to-head. Well, that would be the I most mean, logical. And then we should probably, on the home mm-hmm. run derby, we need to just like have a factor. So I'm actually totally on board with your proposal about the all-star game. Now, I, now after thinking about it for a second, I... I just we should stats. totally add those stats. There's almost almost no reason not to. Home run derby, we'd have to, we'd have to work on a little bit. It's so so overpowered but you know you should get some reward for that because as we all know in the second half of the season somebody who participated in the home run derby they're gonna fall apart so so you may as well get those points now (laughs) you may as well get something now who so looking at the starters looking at the well defensive starters i guess who's the biggest surprise to you um who's biggest al and who's biggest uh dl surprise i mean I think you can't really call a catcher a surprise, right? I mean, so the AL catcher is Jonah Heim, who uh-huh. was was a fantasy darling last year. Honestly, like was a great, great fantasy, great yeah, fantasy yeah. asset last year. I mean, should we be surprised? It's kind of like it's either Sal Perez every single year, you know, or like what? Maybe oddly, I, mean, I think the 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 biggest surprise. <laughs> sure, I think the biggest surprise is just the number of Rangers on the AL on the AL roster offensively there yeah sure I mean it makes it makes sense but I'm just saying I I but like I look at any one of these guys and I'm not like I'm not that surprised but then then you step back and you're like oh there's four of them on the starting lineup and you're like that's pretty pretty big deal okay NL I mean oh it's Orlando RCM it is his stats have not been that good this year I don't actually I don't 
actually understand why he's on this list. But surely Xander Bogart's stats are better now. By now. Oh, is he at? Is he at short? Not second. Oh, I don't know where he's where he where they voted him in. Oh, he's yeah. at short. Yeah. Wow. He was voted there. I don't fully understand where this came from, but I I think that means I think that means voted there. I mean, this feels like this feels like an Atlanta bump. I, I guess I just. Yeah, I mean, it must be all the TBS. But I but I totally there. agree. I mean. It's like I look at that, I'm surprised, and I I immediately have a guy where I'm like, he should probably be the all star <laughs> instead of Orlando Arcia, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Which which is different than the Josh Young AL case. Otherwise, you know, congrats to Corbin Carroll for getting getting the selection. I guess you know we're we're gonna be talking about him for for a number of years at this point. He yeah, the person in our home league was trying to trade him preseason, and I didn't believe, and then. Um, a, at least two friends of mine who were asking for draft help were asking about Corbin Carroll. And my advice was sort of like, well, if he falls, <laughs> grab him, but don't reach for him. And I I was wrong. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, Corbin Carroll, yeah. I, I, that's, I, I sort of wanted to talk about him today mm-hmm. as well. Um, but no, he's, he, he's also going to take a step back the second half for sure like remember no, no, no. the all-stars are not always the people that are the best in that in that year i mean i think julio tehran was an all-star <laughs> and he's never had one well we, we've season. talked about this i mean we've talked about this during the review sessions right because because they make it super easy to see who's an all-star and you're like i don't remember that being an all-star season and then you look at the first half second half splits and it makes perfect sense <laughs> tgfbi check-ins not a great no no i mean i I knew it was bad i i did this thing where i didn't i you know i'm trying to look at my gfbi team less because it's it's stressing me out right now but they and and you know i see the mlb results and think like oh that's not good for my gfbi team (laughs) and then i try not to look (laughs) think like oh that tony gonsolin that's not that's not gonna work for me um, yeah, so one, no, 137 no. down from 90 for me, 282 down from 251 for you. Um, I don't know. We, I'm in I'm in free fall apart from I did get Jordan Westbrook. I did too. How much did you pay? 162. Yeah, I paid 155. Runner-up was 113. Don't understand why that was so low. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to other things. I don't know how I got him. Anyway, I think I think that's going to be fun. You um, Do you have a, a plan for anything you need to shift in the league right now? I've been focusing so much on pitching and making incremental progress mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, my batting sucks. Mm. I had a really bad week of batting, which I don't... I had been thinking the only thing that I was behind on was stolen bases. Mm. And I, I had a pretty poor week, but it doesn't... 34 runs, 13 home runs, 32 RBIs seems fine. Mm. Two stolen bases. 202 average, not good. Yeah, But... I, I don't know. I, I didn't think I was that bad, but I'll have to really take a look on my on my bats. Man, my week was three thirty seven overall. I think I was right next to you. You were three eighty one on the week. I was three eighty one yeah. on the week, yeah. It was saying that I was looking at weekly, but I was So amazingly that. your week was actually even worse than mine. Well, you hit you hit two oh two. You hit two oh two last week. Ouch. I know that's what I said. Two oh two. Ouch. I hit two twenty. There's always this week. Now that we have Westberg, we'll be fine. All right, I thought main topic, let's just 
let's do some over unders here. I let's love do an this. Over-under pod. We haven't done one of these. I in a love while. this. Love this. Uh, and I'm gonna give you a pick of players, and then we're gonna come up with an over under to to work on for said players. But mm-hmm. f- so first one, what, can you pick an all star for me that you want to do an over under on? <sighs> I want to talk about Justin Steele. Justin Steele. Well, Ooh, good, good because, call. Because I think. Oh, these aren't these aren't the all stars. Oh, pick Justin pick one all star. Sorry, all-star. well, I do want to. He is an all star, though, right? Yeah, he is. <laughs> so that, that's what confused me. Okay. Is that he's also an all star. All right. Well, we won't have to talk about him in the next. Segment. Okay. So what what do you find what do you find interesting for his second half? I mean, is there something about is there a number that stands out to you right now? Okay, he's got uh, he's on his on pace numbers. Let's talk about his on pace yeah. numbers. One hundred sixty eight innings, seventeen wins. 150 Ks, a 2.41 ERA, 1.03 whip. I think you and mm-hmm. I both are probably going to be aligned that that ERA and whip are going to go yeah. up. Yeah, of course. Right? The K number is low for everything. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so you want to do something on wins here? The on pace number says that in 29 appearances, so 14 more games, he'll get eight more wins. That seems unlikely. But at the same time, I know the Cubs are underperforming. So they could rack up wins. I don't think, I don't love that on pace number, but I think I'm going to be more bullish on his wins than you are. Okay. Great. Let's set the over under at, I'm going to say, I think that he gets to 15 wins. Uh, So 15 and a half is over under. He's at nine right now, right? Yeah. You think he only gets six more wins? Yeah, easy. I'll take the over on 15 and a half. You'll take the over on that. Yeah, we'll see if they're... All right, Justin Steele. Justin Steele. I mean, that team is frustrating. Yeah. Right? Because it's it's not really that good, but it's not bad. The bunch of players that are on the team, they have like a lot of players in a glut of like a middle class. Yeah. Where it's like, I'll constantly look at the waiver wire and be like, ooh, do I want that cup? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know where he's going to play, for how long. I know. I know. I they, they don't know either. They can't. They can't help you with that. You want to. You want to side bet whether David Ross gets fired. <laughs> no. You think? Uh, wait. You think he's not going to get fired, or you don't want to side bet? <laughs> no, I don't want to side bet. <laughs> um. Okay. What's this next? You have. You have something in mind for this next set of guys? All right. Well, this is this set of. Why don't you pick? One guy out of these, I'll tell you who they are. Um, well, I'd, I'd like to talk about Ellie Dela Cruz. Ellie Dela Cruz. Okay, great. Uh, he will hit for two more cycles. <laughs> that would be an insane over under. I love it, but uh, yeah, not really fantasy relevant. I want to do something with stolen bases if we're going to do Ellie Dela Cruz. Of course, of course. I mean, that's that's the logical thing. Anything, any comments that you want to make on that play? I'm going to be negative. I'm going to be lower on him. I mean, this is this is a guy who, I, I don't know. I, I like should he be, should he be stealing as many bases as he is? Is this a is this like a a bad team, good base stealer situation? Yeah. Okay. This is. I mean, the Reds are like we're interesting right now. I don't know if they're ever going to transition into. Like he's getting a he's he's accruing stats right now because they are in a we want to maximize interest in this team. There has not been interest in this team. There is interest yeah. in this team. We're being competitive right yeah. now, but we don't really think that we can compete. So I think that's a good formula for them to continue to give him a green light. Well, like the marketing department 
I the marketing department has more say right now than I think the than the um the coaching staff. Because what's he what's his pace? What's his on pace right now? Well, Ellie is going to be on pace for he's on pace for seventeen this yeah. season. Stolen base, but in the, but I think they're he's he's only on pace for seventeen right now. Well, he's, he's only played twenty because he's games. only played twenty three games. So I think I think his I think his like prorated on pace number if he played every other if he played the rest of the games is close to that eighty. Oh, is he is he gonna? Is, you think he's gonna get to eighty games? Like in the sense that. In the sense that if he played 100 games, could he steal 80 bases? I mean, that's well within the ratio that he's playing right now, right? He's only sure. So, oh yeah. So I because I saw a tweet I think last week that mentioned something like, "Could Ricky Henderson's record be in danger?" <laughs> it was like, it was like, wow, this is a oh yeah. No, I'm doing. The, I'm looking at the on pace of whole the, year. the CBS yeah. on and so, pace, which is a little bit because it's just like, oh well, he's only played half the game so far, so he'll only play half the games the rest of the Right. So we so we need no, to so prorate his stolen bases. He's 23 games yeah. in. He's 23 games in. He's gonna get to let's call it 80 games. So oh, he's gonna get he's gonna get to more than that. What are they gonna are they gonna send him down? Okay, so let's multiply this by four. Well, I would say the number of games that he's gonna get. So that would be 92. Is he gonna get to 92 games through the rest? Of the yeah. Season? See, that's the thing is I think he gets to 92 and he can steal easy. I mean, if he stayed on this pace, it's got to be 75, right? I can do the math. Come on, what am I doing right now? <laughs> All right, so do you have a, a number to propose for Ellie Dela Cruz? So I don't like 68. I do like 60. I think we should I think I'm willing to go gutsy on 59 and a half. I think that I think the marketing well, I know their marketing department would love for him to get there. I think they as a team would like for him to get there. I mean, I think at fantasy owners <laughs> so you're taking the over on 59 and a half? I am. Okay. Fine. I'll take the under on that. I I'd rather take the under on like I would rather take the under on on sixty eight, but <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I'll take the under on that. He's gonna I I fifty sounds good. He's gonna probably get to fifty and slow down, or he's gonna get hurt. See, well, that was that was actually where I was starting from the from the very beginning of the conversation is like, should someone be trying to steal that many bases? I don't know that it's a great idea because guys get hurt you know guys guys are i don't think that that's gonna what's gonna hurt a 21 year old i mean he could get know. hurt doing that but i think that he's more likely to hurt himself in many other ways including just exhausting himself exactly exactly and once once somebody gets you to towards record chasing that gets even worse right yeah see judge yeah. comma aaron you know <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> all right so those are all the guys that are so I've given the list that I gave you: Zach Eflin, Justin Steele, Yuri Perez, Jorge Soler, Spencer Steer, Tyler Wells, Jonah Heim, Ellie Dela Cruz, Bryce Elder, Mitch Keller. All guys that are um, rising ownership over um, mm. over. A, yeah, I buy that. Mo- of course, a, a period of time that's roughly not this a couple of weeks, basically. All right, let's. Let's do this next group. I don't know if there's a single one of these that we can really touch because these are the largest fallers over that same period of time. I've got Jacob DeGrom, <laughs> Robbie Ray, Vinny Pasquatino, Luis Garcia, Jeffrey Springs, Jose Miranda, Lance McCullers, Alec Manoa, <laughs> Daniel Bard, and Tyler Molly. Any of these guys you, you want to touch to try to put some sort of over-under on for this season or next? Or like... 
we, we could do draft position for one of these people. The guy that I'm interested in on this list is Vinny Pasquantino. Because yeah, ooh, I knew that I knew that you were gonna go for him. Well, because it's one it's one where this was supposed to be a this was supposed to be a breakout year, and we've talked about this. It's supposed to be slam dunk. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about this at length about like what happens with guys that get injured at basically key career points, or what you think are gonna be key career points, and that's kind of where I'm a little bit worried that we're at for Vinny Pasquantino. Do we know is he back at all this season? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out, man. I this is one of the places where you and I had the right Spidey sense, and I felt like a little bit, at least for the first half, I've had my my sense has been on so much better this year than it was last year. Last year, I was off yeah. everything. I was off on, but this one, it was like I don't like where he's going. I don't like <laughs> how much he's getting valued for. Um, he's out for the season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he underwent surgery in mid-June to repair the torn labrum in his right shoulder. Season-ending labrum surgery. He is aiming to be ready for the beginning of the 2024 campaign. Okay. I knew I knew that he was going to be back next year. I didn't know if he was going to be. Okay, so my big... Yeah, yeah aiming to be back, but aiming to be back for the it's not good. start of the season is still a little slow. Do you have in, his... in the games they played, he wasn't... Exactly. He was bad. <laughs> do you do you have do you have his ADP number from this year by any chance? Eighty eight. Okay. Is he top one fifty next year? Yes. I don't think so. Well, ah, uh, this is okay. This is where we run into trouble because I have to I have to not say what I would do, <laughs> which is run away screaming. Then I have to think what would other people do. All right. Let me put the over under at one twenty one. 121 that is so different i know 121 was 121 this year was max muncie that seems good that seems like a reasonable comp could have gotten max muncie nick lodolo freddie peralta joe ryan those are not good guys (laughs) and this is a guy who has huge pedigree he's just oh they've had a lot of them have returned a lot of fame when they played yeah exactly (laughs) a lot of fantasy but but i'm saying I'm saying that given all the hype that has surrounded Pasquantino in the past, if you threw him against those guys, people would say, I need to take Pasquantino, even probably coming off of the injury. Man, I take the over there. I wanted you to set it like 135 because that I would take the under. I I think his draft position is going to be under there. I mean, we have to take a harder one. I think people are going to talk themselves into it, and I think he's going to be under 121 meaning okay. he's going to go before 121 okay i'll take the over on that as in he's going to get a higher number than adp according to fantasy pros yeah on opening day yeah sounds good i'm i'm into that one yeah Vinny. okay this next group is the uh hitters who've had the biggest uh positive delta in their projections uh Jeez. Through the end of the season. You're telling me that... I mean, I'll say the whole list in a second, but you're telling me that Ronald Cunha has a huge positive delta relative to his projection? Yes. <laughs> uh, He's been good. Uh, wow. Okay. The list is Brent Rooker, Joey Weimar. Did we decide how we're saying that? Uh, nope. Luke Rayleigh, Owen Miller, Ezekiel... 
Ezekiel. Is it just Ezekiel, do we think? Ezekiel Duran, yeah. Okay. Wanda Franco, Ronald Acuna Jr., Jake Berger, Estuary Ruiz, Corbin Carroll, Michael Garcia. I think the one that I'm... I'm a little torn. I was going to mention... No, let's talk about Wanda Franco because I'm curious whether you think he's achieving the value that he we thought he would a couple of years ago. Oh, I think he finally is. Yeah, it's just taken him until now to get... Which, you know, in many ways, I I really liked him preseason, but I... And I thought about pursuing him in a couple of different places, but I just didn't, which I should have. So... You would know his preseason projection was? I, w- I would love to, yeah. Let's find Wonder. Find Wonder. What a, I mean, what a great name. Wonder Franco. I mean... Yep. Even if it's, even if you want to say Wonder Franco, is it okay. Franco? Wonder Franco. Is it? Is, which one is it? His. What's up? Which? What is the pronunciation? Know. Oh, okay, okay. You so you said it like you knew, so I was. <laughs> Either way, I th- it sounds great. Okay. I don't care. Is there some names that sound better a certain way? But he, all right, he sounds fine. Either way. <laughs> uh, so preseason, his projection was seventy-seven runs, thirteen home runs. 70 RBIs, 13 stolen bases, and a 286 average. That is a crappy set of projections for somebody that with that is pedigree. Wow. Pedestrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a guy that from. You know a f- what he's. Just, just for listeners, this is a guy that a guy in our league paid for him to be a dead roster spot for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In so much belief you in You knew this that guy. eventually it would happen. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a, that's a big price. 13 home runs. That seems comically low. But he's on pace for 16. So he's, I don't think that huh. he's going to end up being a huge so, a power threat. Is his profile just different than we thought? Mm, I think what, I think at best, what he's, not at best, there's probably going to be here that he's going to outdo this. But I think that what the Rays are really going to want him to do is be a 20 home run, be a 100 run, 20 home run guy. Yeah. Which is different than the profile that he had preseason, but it's not that far off what he's right now. Because right now he's on pace for 86 runs, 16 home runs, 79 RBIs, and 48 stolen bases with a 282 average. It's kind of surprising that he hasn't stolen more. That, sorry, not stolen more bases. That number is surprising. It's surprising that he hasn't scored more runs having stolen that mm-hmm. many bases. I think. I agree with you. I agree with you that they would love to tilt that scale away from RBIs more towards runs. Uh, Ray's gonna Ray. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in general, I think it's always dangerous to talk about Rays and trying to sort predict of what the Rays are gonna do. Fantasy he's been batting. He's been batting second the whole season, but he's only on pace for 150 games, so he's taking Whoa. more. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that is a Ray's gonna Ray <laughs> type of statement. Um. Okay, so let's let's go crazy on on runs here. Does he? I think the Rays haven't hit their final gear yet, and that he could steal. Sorry, he could score more than. I'm trying to set it. Trends. I was just gonna say 85.5, um, which I think is well. That's right now. He's on pace for 86 runs. Yeah. You are you gonna take the over on? That? I'm gonna take the over. I think he's. I think he's even still more positive delta. I think that's a good one to have because I think that there's always a chance that somehow he ends yeah. the season like with a, a 12 extra RBIs because they moved him down to number three in the order for some reason. Sure, sure. No, I think, I mean, any of these long-term counting stat predictions, 
in general, it would be smarter to pick the under <laughs> just because like the outcomes always the out that the tail is so long in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's no there's absolutely zero percent chance that he scores 120 runs. But is there a chance that he doesn't score another run? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Yandy Diaz, I just I've been on him so many years because he profiles as someone who could do what he's doing this year. I know. Yeah. Uh, damn it, Andy. <laughs> okay, one more. Uh, we've got these are the pitchers who have the different, the biggest delta in their in their um, preseason and now. Okay, so the list of big delta pitchers harder to harder to understand what's going on here. Carlos Estevez, Taj Bradley, Griffin Canning, Tommy Henry, Justin Lawrence, Will Smith, Bryce Elder, Julio Tehran, Craig Kimbrell, AJ Puck, Ben Lively, Andrew Abbott, JP France. I mean. The Tyrannosaurus is interesting to me, but... You want to do the Tyrannosaurus? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's interesting. I think the appropriate person to talk about on this list is... Uh, everyone talks about Bryce Elder, so I'm going to lean towards J.P. France. Oh, J.P. France, my boy. Yeah. Because I, I think J.P. France's performance is legitimately interesting because it's not so world-beating so as to be like, this is unsustainable. But it's clearly... Well, this is a guy that is available in your league. Exactly. You're listening to us right now. He's available. Exactly. And the But the fact that he he's returning real pitching value is mm-hmm. kind of is impressive. And he's on, a, he's on a great team where it's like... Exactly. If the Astros just start beating trash cans again, this guy's going to get way more wins. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And... <laughs> I'm not. I was about to say that could happen. Not the beating trash cans part, but the part where the Astros start to get a bunch more wins. <laughs> Both. Why, why not? <laughs> yeah. Manfred just slaps your wrist. What tells you you're going to stop doing that? How do you think they won the World Series? <laughs> that's a that's a legitimate question. Um, JP France. What? I mean, you're an owner. So what do you like about his numbers? What do I like about France? Yeah. Um, Man, I love that ERA. That ERA is great. If you watch him, he has the kind of pitching where it's like, this is going to work this year. Next year, they're going to figure him the fuck out, and his ERA is going <laughs> to go up by 1.25. Um, okay, so, so what... Throw me throw me your number on ERA. I'm really curious. Is he related to Ty France? I, I thought so, but I don't know. Ty France, JP France, two-letter. Two um, okay, let's see. <laughs> I want to go. Let's go to Fangraphs for this guy. Okay, he has a K to nine of six point six point five six, a walk per nine of two point nine eight, home run per nine of one point three four, BABIP of two fifty one, left on base of eighty four point seven, uh, home run to fly ball of thirteen point four, velocity. Uh, Forcing fastball velocity of 93.3. ERA of, oh, wow. I haven't looked at this. His ERA is 3.13. His XERA is 4.2. His XFIP. <laughs> wow, I haven't looked at this. <laughs> FIP is 4.81. His XFIP is 4.64. <laughs> All right. right. Well, I think we know where we're going with ERA uh, predictions here. What do you want to have? split the difference between which, between, give me one of those. We'll split the difference and you can take the over or the under. Well, I'm a big XFIP guy. Um, XFIP, okay. I, I don't think he's going to... But that, that number seems way too high. I mean, for him for him to do all season. 
I don't know. You 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 want to actually split the difference on ERA versus that? Um, yeah. Well, let's do that for rest of season or whole or total season. Whole, no, for the, the number he's going to have for the rest of the, the season. Number, so let's just so that's saying to this point his ERA has been three point one three, and for the rest of the year that his his ERA is going to match what his xFIP was in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I like that. I'll take I'll take the over. I think. I, the the worst. I think I think his performance has been, I think his performance has been legitimately s- stunning, like surprising in terms of a guy that was like, did we ever talk about this guy? <laughs> no, but, no, no. But that okay, said, so yeah, sorry, go ahead. You're gonna take the over on three point eight nine. Yes. Okay. For that's his ERA for the whole season. Yeah. Okay. I think. Do you want to set a minimum starts number? Um. What What is he at right now? How many starts is he at right now? 10 he's got to get to he's got to get to 20 starts one would think that he'll get 19 starts yeah okay he's got to get so he's got to get to 17 starts let's say he's got to get to 17 starts yeah i think you're right (laughs) if he gets a 13 and it's like oh for some reason he never got to that era number those could be like just terrible games he would not get there i mean that said i want to i don't want to end on a bad note that said if he's available i think you should get him yeah yeah i think he's he, he's a good pickup he's had i think that he's got a, some really good opportunity here i think that about brings us to the review session joey manisis manisis <laughs> yeah i mean i like this one because i i also don't know how to pronounce his name <laughs> so i find that to be kind of fun yeah it's not a good sign so Joey Manisis is an interesting guy because he is he was a 29 year old rookie right or a 30 30 year old rookie which is why he's which is why people have talked about him so this year he played 56 games last year this year he's already played 76 games uh 330 PAs he's got wow 88 hits that's a big big deal actually but let's talk about important stuff 30 runs 39 RBIs <laughs> two home runs zero stolen bases 284 average if you <laughs> he's a he's a perfectly serviceable baseball player and a bad fantasy asset is my assessment of the situation yeah i mean this washington team is crazy uh, he's a backup corner infielder right but but he's not but he's not a backup i mean he's playing all the games for them no 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 that's what i'm saying and on most other teams in the, in the oh MLB. yeah Oh, there's a reason he's a 30 year old rookie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. He's a 30 year old rookie on on the Washington Nationals. Like, cool. <laughs> I don't even know. To I, there's like so little to say. So he didn't. Oh, he was in on Boston and never cracked the 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 team. I did. I did actually know that. I mean, the thing that's interesting to talk about is like last year. He was really valuable in fantasy, actually, because because all because he hit 13 home runs in 56 games with a 324 average. Yeah, anybody who thought that he was going to do that again is is like, what what happened? Yeah, it, I think 324 <sighs> average, 324. But and he was a guy that was available for like a comically long time, right? Because he's one of those guys where he's not he's not a guy he's not a Jordan Westbrook, so you're not out there paying big bucks to get him. You're like, oh, this no. this guy came up and had a had a good week, and then you're like, he had another good week and another good week, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. eventually I picked him up last year, and he was good for me, and 
coming into this season, I wanted him to be good again. <laughs> and he's really not. His defensive war. Oh, boy. Is negative 9.5. Negative 9.5? I didn't know the scale went that low. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to well, make a joke. Is, sorry, I'm looking at the... Oh, the defensive the, score I, on... Defensive score on, on Fangraphs. It's not defensive war, is it? No. Uh, I, I make that mistake. That's still bad. <laughs> what? I mean, you would think that he would be good defensively. Um, One would think so. His hitting profile says, well, at least he'd be good defensively. But no, he's not. So this guy is not going to be around. I don't know how he's going to get through the whole season. This is why the Nationals are terrible. But the Nationals have won more games than they're supposed to. Yeah, but not... Not thanks to him, right? I mean, he's got 30, 30 runs and thirty RBIs and no, no home runs. <laughs> Talking last last week about uh, Luis Arise and, and him being able to um, convert hits into runs, and is this even worse? It's 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 better in the sense that he's batting lower in the order, right? He bats three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so he should be getting more RBIs. So which you has. should expect that. And the thing is, is that. Honestly, the guys batting ahead of him are not the worst part of the Nationals team, right? Thomas Lane, Lane Thomas. <laughs> Lane Thomas, I like him. I like him. Lane yeah. Thomas is, has been good this year. Luis Garcia has been fine this year. Heimer Candelario is an actual MLB player. <laughs> and then, you know, then and then Manessas. So it's not, this isn't like the A's. I would have expected a little bit better here. A little bit better than thirty nine RBIs. Corey but, Dickerson. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that they didn't didn't uh, put Dickerson above above Manessas. That would be depressing. What's his What's his BABIP? I'm curious. What was it? And and what was his BABIP last year? His BABIP is three fifty seven. Does gotta come down. His three seventy one last year. Does it have to come down? Was, what if this is his profile? Yes. This is not as. Have you have you watched <laughs> yeah, some of these? The big lumbering dude. Yeah, I know. He's not. This is, this is not Luis. Not even Luis Arias. He doesn't even look like that. Look, Luis Arias isn't fast, but he he knows what he's doing on the base paths. Why don't we have stolen base here? Let's just watch hit, hit by pitch. You want to watch <laughs> Toy Minisis get hit by pitch? How many yes. times is he? He's only got one ever. Ooh! Oh, there it is. I just got to see it. Who was it? Who hit him? Uh, is that Lodolo? Yeah, Lodolo hit him last year. Nice. Uh, I, I have the hardest time when it's Reds versus Nationals. It's oh, red on red violence. I know. Um, what else? What else is there to say? I think you shouldn't own him in fantasy. E- even if you're desperate, I would take a flyer on somebody else. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you do not. If if you're starting him at first base. Then you're you're not your team's not headed anywhere good. Well, I I think I think even if you're in TGFBI starting him in corner infielder, which I assume there are actually people doing, because he's kind of he, he would be kind of on the cusp of TGFBI corner infield ownership, mm-hmm. and people maybe maybe took a flyer on him early season. I don't see anything to suggest that he's going to pick up the pace to anywhere close to where he got last year. So I would move on if you've got him. I'd move on. Yeah, someone who's more interesting. The guy we're going to talk about next week is already more interesting. <laughs> yeah, but he's far more owned. True, but he wasn't at the beginning of the season, right? Because this is in draft order. Who are we talking about? Josh Naylor. Next week. 
Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, Mind the Z. All I've got left is, we're still luck to you, buddy. We're still luck to you, too. Yeah!